This is Metal Nerd. Oi, thanks for listening to Metal Nerdery. This is Archie. I don't have much time. Listen, go check these boys out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Be sure to follow them. Be sure to listen to them. Like them wherever you can. Fucking listen to them. Be good, lads. Peace out. Thank you, Archie. Thank you, Archie. Welcome back to the Metal Nerdery. What's up? It's the Billiam, the Russell, and the Wheeler. All right. Every time. Hashtag production notes for later. It's like it's going to become like a new thing. It is a thrashy Saturday. It is a Saturday, right? It's Saturday. It is a thrashy Saturday. And we're thinking early thrashy Saturday. It's not early on the day. It's like in the afternoon at this point. It's within acceptable alcohol consumption time. Depends on when you went to bed. That's true. That's true. For those of us who've been up early... It's past lunchtime. How's the week, fellas? The week. The oh. week is good. You didn't have a good week, did you? No, my floors are fine. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a faucet decide to uh, have a slow leak behind the cabinets down under the wooden floors. And, uh, nice. Yeah. Got a wet-ass floor. So, needless to say, I'm in the mood to hear some angry music. Oh, very good. Or hateful music, as some, some people might call it. Right. <laughs> no, it's not hateful. How about you, Matthew? My week? Show us on the doll where they touched you. <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> oh, what a burn. And that's why I'm so sad. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, Satan uses an ointment every time he goes to church just to keep from burning. Puts on like 666 million sunblock. Oh, wow. It's like ghost pepper. <laughs> yeah. Satan uses ghost pepper sauce for his sunblock. Yeah. That sounds reasonable. Stay away from the ghost pet, the ghost pepper. Yeah, the ghost pepper wings apparently will give you a, a case of the water butt. Water we learned butt. a big lesson about that this week. Too. <laughs> You've had yourself a good one, huh? It's been a week, yeah, <laughs> without a doubt. And that's where we here at Metal Nerdery say, let it flow. Indeed. Come out in anger, in yeah. humor, in sarcasmist. Sarcasmist? Is that a word? Sarcastical. Sarcastical. That's a good enough word. I've learned a lot of new words since I've been... Uh, I make up a lot of words, yeah, and I'm thinking it it's either my own schizophrenia or autism. I'm not sure. I might have schizophrenical autism disorder. I'll see what Napoleon thinks. <laughs> see? It's yeah. sad. Schizo- schizophrenic autismal disorder. It sounds like something that would happen in the fall, doesn't it? <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, I make up words and shit sometimes, and I think that's a side effect. So I haven't actually been diagnosed, but I've got enough uh, surfing time on the internet to have gotten basically a PhD at this point, so I, I feel qualified to talk about it. Yeah, we don't need to know about what you're surfing. Yes. As a virtual professional. As a virtual. <laughs> virtually professional. All right, what's on the docket? All right. Here? Tough on guy. The, the docket. Today we will be talking about some, uh, it's a list. It is discogs.com. It's the top 50 early thrash metal albums. This should be exciting. Yeah, And this goes back to, your my goddamn Emma. This goes back to, it looks like 81 to 87. So that's that's kind of in that sweet spot, sort of the up to, do you want to say like up to like early teenagedom of yeah. thrash? Sure. For us. Yeah. Because yeah. thrash kind of started really in the early, early 80s, you know, with Metallica and Slayer and all that, you know, 80, 81, that period. But then it's like that was 
up to 87, that was kind of like the blossoming, like the fucking, oh. the beautiful summer of love of thrash, if you will. If that was right. a thing. If that was a thing, which I just made it a thing, that's what it would be. Right. But, but anyway, so we're going to go through this list and actually check out some of these tracks. Some of these look very fascinating. And some of these I'm not even familiar with. Not even. And you may not be either. Yeah, I haven't really gone through the list, but let us check it out together. Let us do it. Let us. Uh, I will definitely say numero uno was my first real experience ever hearing the that type of music. Yeah. Um, in the numero uno, is it some uh, Mexican death metal band? No, or? no, up there, number one there. Uh, <laughs> Venom. Yeah. And uh, welcome those, to hell, actually. December 1981. Yeah. I heard In the League with Satan when I was, I don't know, like 13. Did it scar you for life? Or are you like, I, I, I kind of, I didn't know what to think. Yes. You know, I mean, it, it was beyond the Iron Maiden, you know, spooky sure. stuff. And uh, and the Ozzy, it was like totally, you know, darker. Just in, well, it was just in your face. There was no back masking or, or pretending. They were basically saying, I'm in the league with Satan. <laughs> that kind of shit honestly used to scare the fuck out of me. my boy. Yeah. It was like, holy shit, they're serious. I'm yeah. Like, no, they're musicians. It was all just a joke. But, but, it, but it makes you think. Yeah. But uh, and then I remember the production. It was, I you know, I really didn't even think about that part of it because at the time I didn't know what good production and bad. Pro- I just knew songs sounded good and songs didn't right, sound good. So right. I just thought they were a terrible band. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> this is awful. And my brother-in-law listened to it. I'm like, I don't know how you listen to this stuff. This is awful. Shall we give it a? Shall we give it a spin? Let's give it a taste of But I love it now. This is in league with Satan. Oh yeah. Well, they did have the bat basking in there. That gave it the eviler sound. Wait till these drums get there. Happiest Satanist shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. It's like a, it's like a, a anthem. Right. Yeah. It's like no offense, Venom, but you guys made Satan kind of sound like a pussy with that. Just saying. Yeah. Well, it was the outfits and the, the whole well, no, spectacle. But they, but they still had kind of the to have the balls to come out and basically say that shit. Because remember, this is 1981. This is like the beginning of, you know. A period in America where you know people were terrified of this kind of shit, oh, yeah. and probably worldwide even. So it was like the fact that they were saying it, but then going back and listening to it. Well, they had to be considered in the Nawabum. Oh yeah, I don't uh, think so. Group. Well, and they influ. I mean, their their influence was vast. I mean, welcome to hell. 
Dig that Dutch quad. Carboard 101. Sounds more like Motorhead to me. Yeah, yeah, Motorhead. I like that better than I like the other one. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Maybe because being in League of Satan just fucking sucks. Not the song, the actual thing. Maybe that's why the song sucks so bad. I think the album cover is awesome. The Welcome sure. to Hell's badass. Yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah. I almost wonder if if In League with Satan was like the like the escape of Venom, <laughs> the joke song of the album. It was the escape from Welcome to Hell. It's like, all right, fine. <laughs> Yeah, he sucks, and he's dark, and he's fiery, but all right, we'll <laughs> sing a song about him. All right, the next band, I'm really kind of curious and excited to hear this band. I know those two words together sound interesting, but Anvil, Metal and Metal, because Anvil, there's that, I know there's that movie about them, the documentary, and it, they seem like they were on the path to be like, Metallica, and then it was like Metallica kind of ruined swooped it for in, them. and yeah. those bastards. I don't know if they ruined it, but I mean, well, I, don't, I don't know the, the whole story of the music, yeah. kind of, you yeah. know, because Anvil was on that same path with, uh, you know, kind of Venom, more of that British sound, right? And all that. They, they're from Canada. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I think Metallica really stole their thunder because they were on their way to be, you know, a big deal, and then. It just kind of, everything yeah. kind of shifted gears. So this was April of 82. Interesting. Metal on metal. Great band. Uh, I think Anvil's and Some really of this is band. a learning experience for all three of us. Yeah. Because some of these bands we've not even heard, some of these tracks we haven't heard. Metal on metal. The production difference. Oh, yeah. That's decent production. Uh, 1982. Some of the vocal stuff he's doing is a little different than, yeah. you know, Quiet Ryan or whoever else. Diamond head thing there. Oh yeah, you can hear it. Interesting. Yeah. I'd be curious to hear more of Anvil just to kind of get the not now obviously, but I mean like to get a feel for where they were at because it sounds like musically they were kind of on their way and I think Adam might have mentioned this on a prior episode I think one of their weaknesses was lyrical content yeah which you know any artist should be able to write whatever the fuck they want to write about that's that's the point of them doing their art but it sounded like the difference lyrically anyway from like you know the way Anvil sounded to even the way Metallica sounded was definitely light, light years different Right. <laughs> the next one is 
The next one I've heard of often referenced as one of the poorest productions in metal, but also one of the absolute most critically important productions in metal. Venom's Black Metal. The song, uh, I just love Buried Alive. The way it starts, so quiet. And when it kicks in, it just, I don't know. I think it's one of those uh, intros that get you fired up. I mean, he's hes talking quietly, and you hear the guy digging the grave or pouring the. <laughs> Hashtag uh, soft intro. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, That's a part of episode, dumping the, the dirt on the. On the casket, yeah. you know, you hear all that. But then when Cronus kicks in with the vocals, it's just pretty rad. Oh, boy, this was November of 82. Wow. Bands used to put albums out like crazy. Yeah, it was so simple. Like, well, then we had 10 songs on them, too, back then. Don't overthink it. And with nothing we depart, so I commend this body to the ground. And now I'm going to die. Earth to earth. Ashes to ashes. Oh man, I think it's kicking in, dude. I remember a way guy used to sing this in class. <laughs> oh yeah? Awesome. Bet that got some people's attention. Definitely has that dark, creepy kind of vibe, the mix. It's like Danzig. Typo. Yeah, I could see that. That's what I meant. Oh, come on. Ace Freely is a lot better than that. Oh, this is Gene Simmons of Kiss. This is my official full name now. And yes, Venom is the black metal of us. (laughs) Sorry, I was totally off the the grid. (laughs) 
That thanks, Gene. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. That was yeah. off, off the off the charts. Exciter, exciter, and no. To clarify, this is not exciter. Their first exciter, track, exciter, exciter, exciter cubed. This is exciter heavy metal maniac. This was January '83. Another classic thrash album, Oot of Canada. Yeah, I had uh, one of their albums in that box of for real metal. Yeah, it wasn't that one. You know, it's funny. We we always used to joke around before they had Tiger about Stripes or something on it. But something about Exciter just sounds like a cool. It's a cool fucking band name. I know it's a Jewish Priest tune, and I know that even George Lynch was in another band called Exciter, where it was like X and then Dash Cider. Well, in 1983, you had to buy an album called Heavy Metal Maniac. Of course. That was when the mullet just started growing. Right. It was muy importante. Uh, Let's hear the title track. Title track, Exciter, Heavy Metal Music on Rock 112. (laughs) Speed metal. That's what I call speed metal. I kind of hear Motorhead there. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I'd be curious if you listen to some other stuff like that. The driving music. Yeah, yeah. highway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got playing Juliet's to it. Yeah. Keep in mind, everybody's hearing this. You're like, man, it sounds good to shit. It's like, shit, dude. It was fucking almost 40 years ago. Yeah. It's 1983, man. You got to put that 83 hat on. Yeah. yeah. Well, some of our listeners, some of the, the Mill Murders Syndicate, I'm sure, listening worldwide is like, you know, they were probably born after 83, but it's like to give them a time travel. It was a different time back then. That was a time before CDs. Now, Forge, are we going to number five here? Yeah, Danville's Forged, Forged in, Fire. in Fire. This was their big kind of breakthrough. Oh, really? Yeah. Like their Black Album? Kind of, yeah. Well, it's basically the last thing that people bought before the next album came uh, out. <laughs> don't spoil the I'm telling you, it was in chronological yeah. order. Bro. Yeah, this is great. In that case, this should be perfect. April of 83. For f- <laughs> just looking at some of the titles. Motor mount or butter butter, butter bus, bus jerky. jerky. <laughs> Almost thought that said butternut bus jerky. I'm like, whoa, hey, ho, hey, this is a family show. <laughs> Not really. Butter bust jerky. Which one? That one or motor mount? Or winged assassin. Oh yeah, this uh the drummer on this album was killer too. Not Meathead from uh uh <laughs> All in the Family, but his name is Rob Reiner. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice, nice reference there. It took me a minute. As soon as you said it, I'm like, what? Motor Mount. Good production. Yeah. yeah. Drummer's badass. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That fucking old I like that. Yeah. Singer sounds a lot better on this one, too. Yeah. 
See, this sounds more polished than metal on metal. This sounds more like a thrash band. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I remember seeing the anvil patch on some jean jackets back in the day. Oh, really? Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure anybody I, never I, really I knew got in our circle really yeah. listened to them. This was, I think this was just a touch before our, our time. time yeah. Well, no, but we were still at that point where we were getting obsessed and going back and finding shit from bands earlier, which brings us to number six. Hold on. Oh. Hard Times, Fast Ladies. Ooh, I like that. Not the story of my life <laughs> yet. I like that room. Gotta watch this movie. It's so sad. Judas Priest? Yeah. I can see the look at Priesty. Stereo. Interesting. Until we see the priestess. And now. See those guys playing that stuff in these little bitty bars up in Canada, you know? And then they'll get called to do whacking or some shit out in Europe. They'll go play in front of a hundred thousand people. And then the next week they're all back at their farm jobs or whatever. And then they get together on the weekends and play some little shithole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what's crazy though? And I, and I think this has to be said before we get into the next three, which are very important. But yeah. I think what needs to be said is that even though it sucks that there are some bands like that, that they should have been bigger than they were. Like it sounds like Anvil really should have been a force to be reckoned with, but there are those bands that are influential in that way. And it's like, they're artists that have to exist, even if they don't yeah. make it. Yep. It's yep. like their whole reason is they influenced everything to come after. So they still hold a place in the lore of your, your lore, right? Your lore of your, your lore of your, which anyway brings us to number six. <laughs> For sure, right there. <laughs> Hashtag production notes. <laughs> so now, this is fun, because now this reference is Sometimes you just have episode. to let it go. You know? Just let it go, <laughs> man. Look, there's, you know, everybody's afraid to come out and laugh and comedy and die of COVID and everything else. So I got I to gotta do it here. I got to eat shit here, where I don't know if anybody's laughing or not. And that's fine. The I'm next, laughing. The next three are critically important, because... Actually, you know what, Bill? Before we get into it, scroll down real quick. I just want to see what's best. Number eight. Okay, never mind. I think that's the one I had. Okay. Well, so, uh, shall we pick one off uh, number six just to surprise people with before we say which one it actually is? So this is July of 83. Yes. The debut. We could dedicate uh, this song to Russell's neck. <laughs> we could do that song. That would be a good song, because that was actually my first uh, introduction to this band, by the way. Oh, yeah. There's the nod. Yes! Never gets old. Come on. The heavy metal genre has changed. This was a game changer. When I heard this, it literally, my mind was like, exploded. It's a good recording yeah. For, yeah. for that type of music. I mean, yeah. it's like perfect sound for this album. Hail to James's wrist. Go. Yeah. 
old. Classic. Classic, classic. Should we pick another off that one or should we move on to the next? Let's move on. I think most people know that album quite well. I'm sure they do. July of 83. And then in December of 83. Hmm. Six months later. You got a Christmas present. A little darker. Satan got a Christmas present. Yes, he did. (laughs) You know he doesn't have any boundaries, right? (laughs) (laughs) How did you know? I love the Pentuck of here. The pick scrape right before he started on the left. Gotta hear this song with headphones. Still. I see no way through the boundaries of hell. No one can stop us tonight. We take out Luel with hatred inside. May have the reason we fight. Surviving the slaughter and killing with lost. Then we return from the dead Attacking once more now with twice as much free We can't grab the move on our head Behold my world's get by Behold As now this guy Behold Will take the soul Behold My wrath Oh my goodness That slayer is a blessing You can play that one, can't you? Yeah, the yeah. Song. Oh, the solo or the riff? No, the, no, the, the song. song. Yeah, I could play yeah. I thought I remembered um, once at the Calhouns where you you busted that out. Oh shit! Tommy was. I might have done it by on the kit. It's no, always... I think it was a, a request. From, oh really? <laughs> from Mixon, yeah. yeah. Well, if it was from Mister Mixon, then always. Yeah, I, I think I'll make an effort. Like I almost think he was thinking. Like more rain and blood style, or well, no, that um, or that maybe I wouldn't know it. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then you busted it out, and he was like, "Oh shit, fucking <laughs> <laughs> Matt, get some." Squealer. Yeah. And the next one, I have to preface this next one because I want to give a shout out. Yes, because yesterday on the IG on the Instagram, I actually got no shit. I got a follow request from Neil Turbin, the original vocalist for Anthrax. Really. Yeah, to me, not to the nerdery page, which would be equally awesome, which, by the way, I actually sent him one after, sent him from El Nerdery. But anyway, I just thought it was cool as shit, you know, it was like the fucking original singer from Anthrax wanted to follow me, little old me, and it made me think of Fistful of Metal and the gloriousness of Anthrax. Glorious. What's he going to pick? I don't know. What do you want to hear? <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Anyone? How about Metal Thrashing Mad? Tell me that does not fucking rock balls. It does rock balls. 
performance major balls. It's crazy because it's it's so different from the others. You know, I mean, yeah. this guy, it's like the music is killer, but this guy's actually singing. You know, it, whereas it's, it's a different kind of presentation. Whereas than on Joey. the other ones, yeah, not necessarily even with. I'm just saying with Anthrax Power. in general. Yeah. yeah, you know, the guy, they've always had the singer, right? Yeah, you know, the guys actually can sing. Yeah. Versus just getting up there and screaming. Like barking. Yeah. I remember the first time I heard Anthrax uh, was Among the Living. And uh, sorry. That was one thing that really made me happy because I was getting into all the thrash music at the right. time. But then to hear one was such a clear, yeah. good vocal. Yeah, because yeah, some yeah. of the vocalists, no offense, but some of the thrash vocalists used to just. I think the f- one of the first things I ever heard by them was their cover of Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. And it was just, oh, and uh, uh, I'm the Man? Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. The first time I heard that, I was like, whoa. <laughs> so, February 84, there was more Exciter. And not the not the triple play. I think this is the one I had. Violence and force. That's a dumbass cover. Says this thing. <laughs> You're a three piece though. Did not know that. Three piece from Canada. Mm. No, not that one. Different three piece from Canada. No, not <laughs> no, not Rush. No, not Triumph. Completely different. No, they are from Canada. Oh, I know. Yeah. I guess I had to say that. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I don't know what. What are some of the song song titles off this one? Or titlies, uh, as it yeah, were. Hold on, let me check it out. Is it titlies or tittles? Oh. If you had to pick one, Russell. Uh, titlies or tittles? It, you know. If we're gonna rename title, I'm gonna go with the uh, titly. <laughs> I like titly. <laughs> tittles not bad. Tittle just sounds little, like little tittles, <laughs> like A cup tittles. <laughs> I think you gotta be at least a B before you get up to crickets. Titlies. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to crickets every week, bro. I ain't worried about it. Uh, so, do you know what I do for a living? Insane. <laughs> uh, I don't think we have to play Violence and Force. From everybody. That's true. Maybe we don't. But no. Some of the song titles here are, are worthy of mention. Pounding Metal. <laughs> That's right. Gross. <laughs> Swords of Darkness. <laughs> Delivering to the master. Swords of Darkness. Swords of Darkness sounds pretty cool. Pounding metal, though. Usually the stars are next to the ones that are most downloaded, correct? Yeah, probably. Most yeah. downloaded or has the naughtiest lyrics. Uh, let's pound some metal. Instead of pounding sand, let's pound metal. That's right. Of a fate somehow. A little bit. The guitar tone. Maybe, maybe that's it. Yeah. Really nice drum It's a good mix, too. It doesn't have that cheesy 80s mix. Oh, this is. Yeah, that's like uh That would have been a shitload of fun in 84. That sounds like some music that should be in a horror movie or something. But doesn't that kind of sound like like if we were if we grew up in the 80s instead of Oh yeah, it's bang your head type. You know, yeah. It's right in there in that But I'm saying like in 84, if we were the age we were back when we were in bands and getting into thrash and stuff, I think we probably would have been. That was four years this. prior basically to our beginning the band yeah. years. Yeah. 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 That was probably during that weird, what we called the transition period, 
from like the hard rock to the thrash. Yeah, that's where you know I was all Van Halen and ACDC in sixth grade, and yeah. you know starting or eight fifth. Then it got heavier. Yeah. <laughs> Another Venom went on here at war with Satan. That's it's like, uh, look, are you are you in league with him? Are you at war with him? Can you make up your fucking mind? Are Come you having on, relationship issues with Satan? <laughs> Maybe yeah. I'll need to go get counseling. Have you fucking thought about that? Sorry. They always have the best album covers, though. They yes. do. Simple yes. and just badass. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. A concept album with a nearly 20-minute song. I'm going to have to listen to that <laughs> offline because it sounds cool, but it's like 20 minutes, of, a 20-minute Venom song? Yeah, might be good. I mean, I'm, maybe they're, they could be proggy. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, 20 minutes. Well, that would be a whole album side, basically. It's yeah. 20 minutes of Satan. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, make Nothing it wrong with that. Yeah. Are you in league or are you at war? Make up your fucking mind. Well, it just spins. Get off the fence. They're both. It's both. complicated. They're yeah. both. <laughs> it's complicated. That was April of 84. So in, what, in three or four years, they put out four albums? Yeah. But that was back in the time, though, when you could still do that, where you could literally, you know, crank out. Like Sabbath did in the 70s. You yeah. know, they put out two albums, you know, in, in a one year, year, usually. Yeah. Yeah, we did like a dive. Was, like it was nothing. Did a dive on number 11. That's right. That'd be the ride of the lightning. Yeah. July of 84. Yeah, yes. Also, also in July of 84, phenomenal album. Metal Church, Metal Church. I love the opener on that. I love those guys. They were uh, Tommy, Tomas Christofferson introduced me to the Metal Church, I want to say in eighth grade. Was it uh, The Dark or was it? It was a blessing in disguise. Or was it probably wasn't this? Might have been the dark. Was that the one was the that first had major label ballad? Some watch the children pray. Yeah, that one. That was the second one. This is the first. Yeah, the metal the metal church song. That is a cool. That's a cool intro track. We should listen to that one. Right there, Billy. Yeah. Billy, I'm just hit the triangle. It's a great name and a great logo, too. I always like that logo in the name. That riff. Made it out of two. Hashtag Project Bands. From the bottom, that sounds like the greatest hit stuff. <laughs> He sounds like a smaller Dio. Maybe he Dio. <laughs> he's like, he's fun-sized Dio. Now that is fucking small. No offense <laughs> to the mighty Ronnie James Dio. He could stand on the table here. Just <laughs> fun-sized. Yeah, when you make Ronnie James Dio look like a giant, that's small. 
I have no idea what this man looks like. I'm just saying that's what he, the well, first thing I think of is a really small thing. <laughs> well, they do both have something in common, I think. They are no longer on this plane. Uh, that's okay. Rest in peace and rip those if they're laughing in the afterlife. Yes. One of the best metal names Ever. for a band. Metal awesome. Church. Metal Church. Come on. And that logo is sick. Yes. It's classic. It's a good one. It's very classic. They, they've yeah. always been pretty true to that. They've not really ever... Had great shirts. Deviated. Just yes. those words look good on a t-shirt, you know? It's Just like ass. a septum. They never really got deviated. Pile driver? Never heard of these guys. Not going to lie to you. Summer of 84. Metal Inquisition. Well, he's... <laughs> no one he's can resist the Metal Inquisition. standing on somebody, beating them with a flying V. Beating them with a flying V headstock, no yeah. less. Pile driving it into their head. It's a Dean. It's got the two. Ah. Dean V. Look at me. It's the pile driver safety. That V puts out a little. Canadian, th- another Canadian band. <laughs> Wookie. Unsuck my cock. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think this is the same band. No, it's not. <laughs> this, this is the exalted. The unpolished this, this is the exalted pile driver. <laughs> Night of the Unpolished Earth. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> this is probably not <clears throat> Part on. What just happened there? They broke my cough button. I don't know. So Alien Rape, and I was like, all right, time to move on. All oh, right. there we go. Number 14. Heck yeah. Onslaught, I had that album. Yeah. Well, well, we can't we can't skip number 14 yeah. as, as often as we... No nope. reference it. The Frost. November of 84. The Celtic Frost. Morbid Tales. I'm trying to think of some of the songs, because I remember Wreckage, they used to play Celtic Frost quite a bit. He was the first guy to do the, you know, the, like the, kind of the, the grunts. But didn't he, there yeah. was one song where he had kind of like the King Diamond D sort of, like singing way up in the stratosphere. Yeah. He remember did that? that too. Yeah. I don't remember the name of the song, but. Morbid Tales, man. That it is, might have been. That brings back it some It could memories. have been maybe. Circle of Tyrants, maybe, maybe that one or Dethroned Emperor, maybe. Yeah, let's play this one. Dethroned Emperor. This sounds like in your Am basement. I evil? Yeah, yeah that sounds like us playing Am I playing Evil. No <laughs> man, I swear that's how you play it. <laughs> also sounds kind of like How is Eve Yeah I get that Ow 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 Yeah they're totally here The How is Eve Didn't hear much of that back then. No. That had to be uh, first. Good question. Actually, I'd be interested to know. Because I'm not sure you did hear much of that. It was usually pretty no, everybody solid. Everybody was trying to play as fast as they could. Yeah. But so sometimes with the heavy cut time, it just shows you how fast the other stuff was. You know? Right. <laughs> but it adds dynamic to the music, too. Yeah, big time. I wish to God I could remember what the fuck that song was, was that... They always played on wreckage. I cannot remember. It's gonna drive me crazy. It's not part of this, probably. 
our drummer. Is it wrong that I got to go take a piss now? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could just pick another one or not. You know what? No. No, no, not so much. Onslaught Power from Hell came Onslaught out. Onslaught sounds familiar. I had this album, uh, February 1985. It is not great production. It's definitely angry. Is it a? Is it more like a vibe album? Uh, yeah. Like you just kind of get the energy from it? They're not. They, they were not great by any means, but it was kind of, yeah, they're one of the bands that we, you were talking about a minute ago that kind of had to be there to influence or, right. you know, they were in the mix. And, uh, but I remember that album cover. Um, I, we had that hanging on Tommy's wall down in the basement where we practice. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be intense uh, as a youngster. Oh, slot, power from hell. Power, 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 power from, from hell. hell. Yeah. All they got down there is fire. Not. Which we're going to be using down here at the Rib Shack. We got these wings that are coming up to just, we call them fire. Just play the first one. None of it's great. (laughs) (laughs) Play the first one. All of it sucks. Well, it's it's bad production and, you know, there's. Damnation slash onslaught. Is that Arnold? <laughs> <laughs> it's brutal. <laughs> Come down here. I'm going to roast you forever in your damnation. <laughs> Let's see. When did Terminator come out? 84? Drums are barely there. Yeah. Just bad. It's almost like, like where is it? You can barely hear it. Yeah. You know. It's almost like the engineer forgot to turn on the loudness button. Yeah. It's the opposite of, of forbidden evil. <laughs> right. It's good classic. It's definitely got the, you know what I mean? Vibe. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely thrash. And it's, you know, it's evil and yeah. spooky and all that. But I never listened to this album probably more than once. You know what I mean? It wasn't like something I wanted to put in all the It definitely has the good vibe to it, but it's yeah. like. I like it. It yeah. sounds like if you were to give it like modern production, it would sound like what we're used to. Yeah. No, I like it. Oh, but the they, vibe, I like it. They put an S on there. Angels of Death. Angels of Death. <laughs> death Metal, too, 85. Wow. Lord of Evil. That's a cool did, they, did they coin the term? Death I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe. All right. But yeah, we had that hanging up in the in the Christopherson basement. Cool. The next one we recently did a dive on. The Hell Awaits. March like were. 85. That was ever so glorious. The 16th. That's crazy, 16th huh? 16th in the list. Yeah. And this, about this time is when uh, all the record companies started going up. This, this, we got a new music genre. Luckily for Exodus and Testament, all those guys started getting their albums out, yeah. and, right. you know, because they were in the first uh, pioneer days. Which, which is a perfect segue into number 17. Yeah. Bonded by Blood. You know, I'm not as familiar with with this album specifically, but I know this is one of those that gets... I like it a lot. It's, you know, I like... Um, a lot of commitments. This the, sec, the next singer... Uh, 
Souza. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Dave I like Sousa. him. I like him better. Zutra. But I but I really like Paul Bailoff. I think a, they're kind of like they're similar, but they're different. Yeah, almost kind of like the vibe of like Bon Scott and Brian Johnson in a way. Well, yeah. but not in a way, but not. No, Bailoff could have never done the stuff that was on the other albums. Yeah, the way, yeah, 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 it wouldn't have been yeah. this. It no, it wouldn't have been the same. But but I really liked his voice in "Bonded by Blood" and and the songs on this album. And this is kind Piranha. of like, this is pretty much the biggest one that Kirk Hammett had an impact on, I think. Yeah. There were still some songs that song he had a hand in writing. Bonded by Blood by Exodus. Murder in the Front Row. April singing style you and i talked through a majority of that movie last week but yeah. in the murder in the front row movie they talk about paul bailoff he was like the party oh, yeah. everywhere he went that, was yeah. the freaking party and everybody loved him yeah. you know and the whole scene he was just uh i cool. talked about him in the uh get thrashed he'd, he'd rip uh people's Doc. uh <laughs> motley crew patches off their jackets <laughs> and stuff <laughs> So what you're saying is Paul was dedicated to the cause. He was the front man. Yeah, he was the, he was the front. He front was a man. general in, right. in general, the army. Like the yeah. Thrash or thrash die. Jail. Yeah. Razor. Never heard of them. Executioner's song. 18, April 85. Uh, another Canadian band. Man, they named themselves out of like pile driver, anvil, razor. It's like tools. But I mean, you know, eh? Eh? <laughs> it was cheap. <laughs> I was reaching. Not really, but I was reaching. Well, you know, Rush. It's not a tool. It's a no, that's a good point. That's a good point. Triumph, also a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Anal. No, that's that's not a Canadian band. Sorry. They're take, from uh Take Hawaii. Low Abortions. Take Low Abortions. I think they're from uh South somewhere. South Canada? Maybe. South Canada. I was about to say, they had a song called Proud to be a Canadian, so I know Let's they're see. definitely. This is Executioner's Song by Razor. Take this torch. Uh, 
Ramon Nass. Yeah, it is. Getting any me? Uh-uh. Barely. Do I have to talk right into the microphone? Hello, this is Geoff Tate. I'm doing a sound check for Matthew because apparently Russell can't hear him. And now he can. <laughs> I can hear you now. You can hear me now. You can hear me now. Talking right on top of the mic condom. The Razor's not bad. It's, it's this kind of definitely a vibe band. But one of the th- back in the day... You would have these like local bands that would have killer musicians, and then the singer would just kind of just miss, or they'd just be a little like decimation. Yeah. Motherfucker. The next one. Now we got some East Coast fire. Bloody murder. Scream bloody murder. The next guy. No, that's what I was doing. It's still it's still vocalizing, which is what our next front man does. Bobby the Bobby Blitz. Blitz, Ellsworth, the Overkill, the Feel, the Fire, which is her first. Jersey band. April 85. I don't know if I've ever heard this album. Do they have Rotten to the, put Rotten to the Core on? Oh, then I have heard this album. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That laugh. <laughs> Sam Kinison. Yeah, that's not creepy, is it? Sounds like Matt Wheeler. <laughs> I saw them, man. They were so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. time I saw him was in 2010, and it was when Forbidden was touring Omega Wave, and oh, they I opened. Oh, it was glorious. We this? saw him with Slayer on South of Heaven tour. But that was glorious. Yeah, with Motorhead. Motorhead I don't know if over, I was at that one or that not. probably would have been the end of at the, the At the Civic Center? Overkill. Yeah, I was there. That's yeah. that show where they ripped the chairs out, right? Yeah, That's yeah, right. Where, yeah, that was terrible. Fucking A. If anybody else listening has gone to that show and has memories of that show... Please email us at metalmetalchairs metal for flying Fine chairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were looking around going, these chairs are fucking bolted. What the fuck? Man, <laughs> Not we can't, anymore. We can't just stand here when all this shit's going on. 
<laughs> yeah, fucks. Yeah, I saw that show. Moving into number 20. Uh, May of 85. This will be the destruction, infernal overkill. Give a little nod and a little hail to our friend Sigmar 1973. Yes. A big supporter of the Teutonic Tormentor. Whoa. That's looking along hella. Slap attack. like me but you know not not a lot you know hey guys sorry <laughs> i just heard my name i just wanted to pop in thanks Millie. okay that was definitely kind of a i bet that was probably a production mm-hmm. fox pause of sorts as is was kind of the next one which apparently one of the back the funny backstories about this next band Who's a legend. It seems it's crazy. It's the 21st, you know? I know. Well, I mean, you know. June of 85. Yeah. If you look at the at the trajectory. Trajectory. But yeah, I think they took all the money for, for uh, this album and went out and blew it on drugs and didn't really put a lot into the production. And <laughs> apparently they were upset about that. <laughs> but uh, shall we uh, surprise them and play a track that you know we could play it's the last track that might make people think wait a minute this sounds like another band that I'm also familiar with that I think this guy was in the same band and I think he wrote the same song it's a conspiracy see what you think this one's hard to listen to is it? it is for me because I'm so used to the other version right (laughs) To figure it out. This is mega death. Killing us on business and business is good. The mechanics. AKA the fifth horseman. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, it's good and all, but he's not singing it right. He's no. Singing the wrong words. It's, it well, right. <laughs> no, it's just weird. Well, I'm sure that was I'm probably. I'm so used to the other one, and this is this is two years after the other one. You know, I'm sure that was still probably kind of like a. You know what? I, I fucking hate you guys. <laughs> Oh, we have another frost on the list at double oh, deuce. Boy. Oh my Neighbors god. Return. <clears throat> August eighty five. It was ep. It's an EP. Yeah. And then after that, we've got the mighty, mighty Stormtroop Rose of Death O. Also August of eighty five. Wow. Sorry, I pronounced that in Spanish in case y'all didn't understand it. That's Stormtroopers of Death. I added the O. Yeah. I did that one time. I, I literally one time took an Uber and I was uh, I was so baked. I was like, okay, you remember Spanish? You took it in high school. Just add O to everything. No, <laughs> idiot. That's not how you speak Spanish. But when you're fucked up, apparently it is. Shall we bring out some SOD? Now let's go to the next one. Should we go to the next one? Yeah, let's go to the next yeah, one. Uh, let me introduce this next one. Hey, guys. Uh, this is one of my favorite creator albums, uh, Endless Pain. Yeah, it's really fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Molly, what do you want to hear? You know, Bill, I, I trust your uh, I trust your judgment, but if, if I'm going to pick, let's go with Endless Pain, the title track. Seven. And then listen to the stuff after that. The musicianship, yeah. the quality of the production, yeah. just everything. Everybody stepped up. But yeah. the vibe of this, though, has that early Slayer, like yeah. with the European oh, tinge yeah. to it. Like it's got that same energy. Yeah. Like that kind of ferocity that just sort of like, you know. It's really good. Literally, the hordes, is, as he refers to them, the fans, you know, like just coming over the hill kind of thing. Me gusta. Badassery. Number 25, the next one, halfway through our list of 50. October of 85, spreading the COVID. Yes, this is the first anthrax I ever heard, which I thought was glorious. I'm kind of thinking just as a guitar nerd, I kind of want to hear SSC, Stand or Fall. A little B-side. I always thought that was impressive. Who is lead on this one? Dan Spitz? Dan Spitz, yeah. <clears throat> uh, cool. It's a watchmaker now. I know. <laughs> like expensive ass watches, too, yeah. apparently. He hand makes watches. Yeah. 
love that rule. Always. Who was on bass on this album? That would be the Frank Bellow. Okay. That's a good one. It is a good one. <clears throat> Next, we've got Possessed Seven Churches, October of '85. Credited as the first death metal album ever. Really? Hmm. Larry Lavond. Primus was the guitar player on. Well, you know, it's funny though. Possessed is always one of those bands that's they're right in line with like Slayer, or they're kind of like mentioned, I guess, in the same similar circles, thrash wise, I guess. Right. But it's like they they were kind of one of those super important bands, but they didn't get. I guess maybe they got lost in the shuffle or. Because they were they were big, and I think they were pretty influential. Yeah, they were over on the West Coast with um, you know, all the the West Death Coast Angel and yeah, Death yeah. Angel and um, you know, um, Exodus and Testament. Um, you look at a lot of the flyers from when all those bands, you know, Possessed and Slayer played shows together, and Ruthie's, all those uh, old school Bay Area things. Yeah. What do we think? The Exorcist? Sure. Of mine years ago. <laughs> Is that that Nico McBrain dude? Austin and Oof. Sounding riffs. It's a little proggy, <laughs> virtuosic. That's Larry the Lion from Primus. <laughs> I made. Yeah, it is kind of made. Actually, almost kind of sounded like yeah. the first couple albums. Yeah. That tone. Told you. <laughs> it was possessed. Seven churches. Next, it's time to frost again. Not really. <laughs> October 85. Maybe this is the fucking album. This was uh, might be the fucking album. To Megatherion. 
So I wonder if it was necromantical screams. <laughs> I'm wondering if I would know it if I saw it because I, I remember they played it on wreckage and it's like a, it's like I can't fucking remember what it is. This is kind of considered their black album. <laughs> we always use that. This would be their master, actually. Yeah, the master. This would be their yeah. master of puppets. Either the usurper. Is it, it's either that or the Circle of Tyrants. I think it's this one. That's very guitar sound. This is the one I know. Circle of Tyrants. Super creepy album cover. Check out the usurper real quick. Maybe that's the one. Is that familiar with? Ooh. Ooh. About to do. Sorry about that. <laughs> you shoot broccoli. Let's stay regular. That's the same thing. Tom G. Warrior. Um, How do you know that? Warrior. How do I know that? Lots of drugs. Let me your killer Wikipedia pills. That's not the song either. I wish I could remember that fucking song. It's going to drive me nuts. It's over by there. I don't know which one it is. So in that case, we'll move on to the next. I thought they were originally Hellhammer. I didn't know that. So you learn something new every day. They had an album and or song. Another Razor. Evil Invaders, October 85. And then... Came out the same year, too. How about that? That's the exciter album I had. Long Long live live the loud. loud. Yeah, that was in that box, and then the next I had the next one too. That is a cool ass fucking album cover, though. I mean, like "Long Live the Loud." That was like the heavy metal sword. Yeah, that's the movie. Cool. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. like, is that Skeletor? <laughs> it looks like Skeletor, and there's a is that a young lady in front of him. I believe so. How you doing? She's <laughs> worshiping in the sword. Apparently, yeah, she is. All right, yeah, right. <laughs> Come here. Oh, I'm sorry. Zoetrope's the next one. That was every time I think of Zoetrope's, one of those I always think of like the dollar tape bin, like at Camelot or something. Yeah, you know, like if we didn't shoplift, we would actually buy them and pay like a dollar for the tape or something. Yeah, I had a couple of their albums on vinyl. But the next one, well, hold on, I'm not familiar. I want to hear some. Oh, the Zoetrope's of Billy, and before we get to the next one, Billy is going to pull up some Zoetrope <laughs> and Misty. Really hard to thrash mixed with punk, hardcore, and classic '80s metal. Yeah, it's they were they were different. And the drummer was the singer. That's a lot of working out. Yeah, I think I remember them being good, like musically um, or talented musically. They'd have to be to be able to play drums and sing. I mean, that's. I mean, not. I mean, not like he's doing everything all at once. Yeah, man, I play drums and sing and do the guitar and bass. I do it all at once. <laughs> Yeah, they call me Octopus back at the studio. Do you have it up there, Billy? Are you still looking? 
It's not on iTunes. Yeah, it's probably hard to find. Yeah, it's probably going to be a... You may run to the house and get my record. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. Moving on. Yeah. Shall we we pick one to surprise people for what number 31 is? February of 86. Glorious. Can you guess it? I bet I can guess it. You'll know it right away. It's a joyful sound. It is a joyful sound. It's a glorious sound. It's one of the most glorious sounds we've ever heard on this planet. Oh, look. I wasn't lying. Yeah. Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> I did that a second ago with his Osborne uh, Matchbox collectible. I was like, ooh, I like ooh, that. Adderall. <laughs> I always love this song. Uh, it's oh, an affirmative. It's, it's another Lovecraft song, right? Uh, yeah, the Lovecraft. thing that should not be. That is so, correct. Dark. This must be Kurt. He would be the Lovecraft. Kurt's a big horror. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I always thought that was so fucking heavy. Yeah. Fantastical heavy. Fucking crunch. The bottom. The bottom and the crunch. The crunchy bottom, boy. New breakfast cereal for Kellogg's. And Bill will spit out his monster <laughs> treat. They were still using the hot rotted marshes in this album. Messenger of fear inside. Dark deception. Just as they moved over the face of it. Yeah, that was Faceless. Hybrid children watch the sea. This was their first drop D song, I think. Yeah, it was, it was Team Down. Might have been I know that always had that darker, creepier, super heavy vibe to it. Such a classic album. And I love the little blurb here. This is regarding the album, but it's this is from the, uh, the Discogs.com Top 50 Early Fresh Metal Albums list that we're looking at. But the note here says, I like to think if Cliff Burton stayed with the band longer, he might have helped turn the band away from the pursuit of money. Metal perfection either way. I don't know. I'm not sure they so much pursued money as they got, they blew up so big that you couldn't ignore them. Because like everybody, everybody that was part of that whole thrash scene, it was like Metallica was the, yep, yep, yep. Everybody pointed to them. Yep, yep. Those guys. Yeah. So they, it wasn't that they pursued the money. They it just did the money. Yeah, I don't think, yeah. Yeah, I don't think yeah, that they it pursued it at all. And no. you, you take a bunch of 20-year-olds and give them a jet <laughs> yeah, and a bunch of money, it changes people, folks. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't even think they were, you know, they weren't even pursuing it. I think it was no. a matter of just people loved them so much. It was like, fuck, here's some money. Come yeah. out and play. Yeah, and they were all about the fans, too. Yeah, because they would play anywhere. Yeah. Like, if you haven't watched it, go out and go see Cliff Em All. Go rent it or buy Cliff it. Cliff Mall's great. And I love the um, the one that came out with the, was it with the Injustice? The little box set where they were playing in Seattle. Oh, the live shit, Benjamin Purge. Yeah. yeah. That was really good, too. Yeah, they had the Damage Justice tour, and they had two from the Black Album tour on that. Fucking Razor's all over this Razor thing. is. This, uh, this 
this individual might be Canadian. Perhaps Canadian. <laughs> I haven't seen Testament yet. And they got three Razor albums on here. Well, this is April 86, man. Testament didn't come out before. Uh, well, they were 87. The well, oh, okay. yeah, see. I gotta be patient. Hold on to your scrotum. They're coming. All right. Hold on your face. Wait a minute. What? Thank you. Hold on. Yeah, we're not. We're not gonna go back into. I don't know. Do you want to pull up that razor? No, I don't. Yeah, destruction number thirty-three, July eighty-six. Do you want to see destruction improved on the production from the other one? I will say this: the Flotsam album. Do say something. That's fucking masterpiece. It is a masterpiece album. That that, that that album alone is Jason Newstead's resume. It's like, yep, yep, no, here's why I should be a Metallica. Yeah. That was a really good record. I like the cover too. I like the crayon demon guy. Kind of was like a twelve year old, you know, the current like a pretty good artist, but <laughs> My Fodzilla will kill your Satan. Yeah. Okay. Good enough. Wonder if Billy's gonna pull one up here. He might be doing it. That's number thirty four. Number thirty three was destruction, eternal devastation. I think we mentioned that. Number thirty four. Flotsam. The flotsam which is also tangentially related to Metallica, for those of you who don't already know. And their fade to black is not like Metallica's fade to black. No. Flotzilla. Flotzilla. Uh, I'm a big fan of the uh, Do the first one. The vocalist. Hammerhead. Eric AK, he's a yeah. he's a killer singer. Justice for all. Sorry. Good mix, too. Yeah. That's the thing with doing like Holy shit. thrash list. The show's got to be much longer because the fucking intro of every song is yeah, two minutes. Exactly. <laughs> there it is. almost weird sometimes hearing like those kind of rock and roll ish lyrics over music yeah. like that right what do you mean which is a perfect segue into the next song album 
Number 35, July 1986. It was a glorious year. Dave Mustaine is still trying to catch up with Metallica. <laughs> After it's outstanding. This would also be a software smash. Yes, absolutely. Fucking up his First time I put this in my truck. This is our killer openers. Episode 2. The musicianship really stepped up on this album, too. I know. I never get tired of it. As an opener, this is probably one of the finest, finest openers. Yeah, boy. There's a riff in that song. The riff always just... Like that. I like that transition where you... Just that whole thing. Look at this one. Love that. It sounds like a bus or so. I don't know. It's just something weird about it. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Fabulous. It's a good one, Jerry. Yeah. It is a good one. And then. Would you, would, would you say it's as good as the next one, though? All right. Hold on. All the, right. The Lord's focus into I'm, existence. I'm thinking. Let's see. Do you uh, want to play something appropriate? I get to it, get to it. The so. best 28, and 59, 28 minutes and 59 seconds of music. I can't wait till the dive on this one. Uh-huh. Yes, and it's coming very oh, soon. I don't. I can't even pick a song. They're all so goddamn good. I'd say uh, for the time, how about maybe track eight? I was going to say Epidemic. Yes. Epidemic. It's perfect. All right, so are we this rolling, Jimmy? This is number 36. Not even. Yes. October 1986, The Word Saith. Yes, he let, does. Let there be good, thrash. Let there be good music. And there was. It's perfect. It's This is one of the best-selling freshman albums of all time. It's perfect. Yeah. Sure, it's only twenty-eight fifty-nine, but what more do you need? They'll never top this album. Yeah, never. So good. I mean, they've still made some killer albums, but yeah, that is a freshman piece, no doubt. Okay. On and on, heaven and hell. Oh, it's beautiful. The next one's fun. Yeah. I don't have any other stuff, but I've always liked them when I heard them. I think because they had that extra aggro kind of, I guess that East Coast flavor, if you will. I know that sounds dumb to say. This is little, the nuclear assault. 
Dan Loker probably adds the aggro a bit. Yeah. The glorious Dan Loker. I like the singer. John Connolly. He's yeah. he's got a cool voice for thrash. It's yeah. like that it's kinda like that ampl- like an amplified version of Ozzy. It's another band that the Homas introduced me to. That Thomas is yeah. a blessing. Yes, indeed. Shall we do let's see. Radiation sickness. That's a good one. Overdriven, they get a ton of drive on the bass, so it kind of yeah. wins. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, it could have a little more drive on the guitars, but the attitude, though. Hey, yeah, he's got a great thrash voice. Yes, I think, um, y'all remember Intruder? Yeah. I always thought their singer kind of sounded a little like. John Connolly, kind of in the same range, or kind of the style, maybe, or just the sound quality of his voice. I just, sorry, metal autism moment. It just happened. (laughs) (laughs) Number 38, October 1986. Good music came out in 86, man. That one's got some really, some kind of underrated songs on it. Like the opener, Ton of Bricks is a killer opener. Everybody knows, you know, watch the children pray from the video. Metal Church, the dark. But, like, Ton of Bricks is a great opener. Psycho is actually a, a killer song. Ton of Bricks is the Ton of Bricks out. is a great, it's is a great opener. Yeah, it's yeah. a standout. And uh, I never got to see those guys. I haven't seen them either. How cool their logo is. They could just take a picture of somebody's front door and put their logo on so they make some <laughs> Yeah. But if you look if you look deeper into the front door, you'll see there's a pair of orange looking eyes staring uh, back at you from the darkness. Gotcha. From the black. You're saying that they were copying Metallica? Uh, I don't know about that. I wouldn't call them thrash. I think they're more in the speed metal vein. Yeah, metal to like heavy metal to speed metal, of course. Yeah, I kind of see that. But I mean, some of those fast riffs, though, probably yeah. throw it in that category. Yeah. Now, the next one, I'm not as familiar Me with them. I never really I, listened to Dark Angel. The, the, one, the one thing I know about Dark Angel, the one song specifically, is because I know Pig Destroyer did a cover of The Burning of Sodom, which is really fucking cool. But I'm not as familiar with the rest of the album, but I could check it. I'd be curious to hear uh, The Burning of Sodom, Dark Angel style. Heck yeah. Yeah, definitely trash. Oh, yeah. 
okay, I have pretty good ones. You have? I remember. They were uh, on the... I think they were on the... Uh, Sims movies, the videos. Oh, The Ultimate Revenge? Yeah, I think. Were yeah, they yeah. on the one with Revenge? You mentioned that before. I think, I think so, yeah. 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 I think Singer's kind of a bigger fellow. I thought so, yeah. I Fast as shit. Yeah, it is. Good grief, the drums yeah. kill it. They're moving. Well, this, this <laughs> it doesn't hurt to have the human drum machine Gene popcorn behind the kit. That dude is a monster drummer. The human drum machine. That's awesome. Guys are broken it. And they are looking along. Yeah, okay. Hey, guys, real quick. Uh, this next one, I only sang like on half the songs because the drummer sang on the rest of it, Ventor. But uh, yeah, this is a pleasure to kill. This is one of my personal favorites from my catalog. What, were you sick or something? No, it's just, you know, it's like before I came to America, you know, I had creator in Germany and then I came over here and, you know, the pasta thing worked out. So, yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing now. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Millie. Um, I think let's let's try. How about the title track? Yeah, Pleasure, Pleasure to Kill. Kill is a great song. That's Quick. badass. And the album art's fucking killer too. Yeah. So this is '86. Now everybody's going, but we're gonna be faster. better to where you can tell that you can hear more of the nuances of the music yeah which kind of makes it even more impressive yeah. very good i think very very good ah uh, the next back to our Number east coasters one. back to new york or jersey wherever they say they're from i believe it would be jersey march of 87 the overkill, overkill taking over i i, I gotta I hear to power at, surge yeah i gotta look at the tracks because they had a video for In Union We Stand, which was cool. Electroviolence. Everything on here is great. Yeah. Electroviolence is good. But something yeah. about Power Surge just has that Out of a lane cover. <laughs> Sorry. It is. But it was the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Singing like this at all. 
42. Number 42. Was my introduction to the Mighty Anthrax. Yeah, I think it was mine too. Aswella. Really? Clint Namash Bef- was the first. Before the spraying the disease? Yeah. I think so. Okay, so y'all well. kind of did like the how I did with Puppets and Lightning. You right. started here and went backwards. Yeah. Very good. Personal pick favorites on this one? Ethel Nickificent. That's a good one. Yeah. It's a good one. We don't have to play it, but I like that one a lot. Oh. Imitation of Life, Caught in the Mosh, obvious. That's, really, you could pick anything on that element. They played the side stage excellent. at the Mayhem Fest we went to a few years back with Slipknot and Motorhead. The NFL. Slayer. Mayhem Fest, that would have been cool to see. They played the, they headlined the side oh, stage. Anthrax yeah? And they, they closed it with Caught in the Mosh. Anthrax is one of those bands you can always tell by the drum beat and the, and the, the bass. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it all you immediately together. knows it. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you hear it, you know it. Yeah, yes. And that wasn't even that thrashy of a song. Yeah. Right? I mean, it was kind of, it was still kind of mid-tempo for them, but still cool team. But they said nice fucking life in it, and we thought it was super cool. It was great. Come on, listen to this song. Yeah, they were so creative spelling it all backwards and stuff. That part's kind of trashy. The drums, anyway. I can Belladonna can sing the yeah, dictionary to sound good, you know. Yeah. Oh, got a little something on the left ear, earphone there. Saw something great the other day. It just suddenly popped in the ass and you hear it. He plays at this little bar in his village up in New York. Uh, Belladonna plays drums. <laughs> and he has a guitar you player and a in, bass player. In the village or in his in village? In his village where he lives up in New York. <laughs> there's a little pub. Hello, I am Belladonna of the Thrash People. Come sh- to my pub. He shows up and, you know, they set up. You got a bass player, a guitar player. He plays drums and sings. And uh, they do like Journey and all kinds of weird stuff. Oh, wow. Uh, he does it for fun. That's like what they do on their it's Saturday afternoon. He's oh, bored. Be shit, He'll be oh. on the patio. Yeah, there's videos of him doing it. It's yeah. pretty awesome. As a matter of fact, one of our friends were up there and they went to that place just to see if just, he was going to be. And he was. He yeah. played. She nice. filmed it. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. To see if it was a legend. Yeah. The next one is legendary. Oh, yeah. And all the guys in this band were practically children when they released this album. This would be Death Angel's Ultraviolence. None of them were over 18 when this album was released. They were all young. Some of them were young. I think it's like 15. Yeah, I think the drummer was the young one. I'll be out. 1987. Let's go with the opener. Or is that too much? Too much for what? You got a six-minute intro or something. That's what I wondered. 
that's an opener. Definitely, definitely early threat for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm the they kind of took the musicianship up, up a notch, too. Yeah, you can see that. Yeah. As long as they were to be playing like that. Definitely kind of hear sort of that metallic influence of oh, some yeah. of the riffs and stuff. I just remember what it was like when we were that age, yeah. young and jamming and stuff. And they were fucking signed and touring. Yeah. Yeah. That's booking it. It is booking it. The ultraviolence. In the next. Number 44. One of a metal nerdery favorite. Testament the Legacy. April 1987. Let's just go ahead and call this the big part of the big five. Yeah. And, and really, you, got you, could, you could pick any fucking song yeah. on this and it would be. This was my first experience with the Testament. I had the legacy. Hey, guys, I, I don't mean to. But hey, this is Ron. I don't mean to butt in or nothing. But uh, Bill, it, it'd be mighty uh, helpful if you could play uh, uh, kind of, the, you know, the rib lounge anthem. You know, I, I, by the way, we're going to have some. Uh, some wings coming up, so come on down to Cotlot with the Rib Lounge. I want to bite down into some ribs down here at the Rib Lounge. <laughs> You gotta love that two 11 minute songs. Custom Killing by Razor was their July 87 release. Get up on the mic there, Russell. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's like get it in your face right there, right, right on the edge. <laughs> should, I, should I touch it to my lips? <laughs> I don't, I don't I think you. you're gonna catch nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Razor, Custom Killing, July 87, another band. I mean, again, they're the Canadian three piece, right? A lot of Razor, a lot of Razors. Yeah. It sounds like Razor definitely got the kudos and commitments, I guess, in canon. I guess we just didn't hear about them as much. Infernal Majesty. Never heard of them. With the umlauts. Yeah, me either. Matt? Gotta give them, I have not heard of them. None shall defy. That was September 87. Hmm. But now number 47. Are we going <coughs> to listen Canadian to Infernal man. Majesty? Not unless you want to there, tough guy. Uh, I tell you what, I'd really like to hear, because the next one. Please do the opener. Number 47. Yes. I'll stay silent until it plays. Yeah, right. I'm just kidding. I'm going to run them out. Did you have me that ashtray? I skin out of control. I think. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> 
Christ. <laughs> it's not getting out of control for him. Because he's a big fan. Getting out of control. I think. Mm-hmm. How many times are we going to play this song on the podcast? Right. You know, as many as like it takes. Like, what it is, is you, know, <laughs> you know, you heard the word a thousand times. It's a rap race. Yeah, we've heard it a thousand times. Let's play October something 87. Pleasures of the Flesh. Yeah. Then let's see what else is on there. Deranged. Well, Deranged. Uh, Chemicals, the other radio one. There was another one. Chemical. That was the one they played on Wreckage. Brain Dead. Brain Dead, I don't think I've heard. Let's hear Brain Dead, Billiam. Art of Shredding. Exodus Radio. WXDS. I don't think I ever wrote this album. This song? This album. Sacred Reich. Number 48. Getting close. I didn't have this album. October of 87. Oh, it's a good one. Uh, it's a very, very good one. Really, anything good, anything Sacred Reich is good, but this right. one, I think we got to hear Death Squad because that is the opener. And it is awesome. Always tell when it's Sacred Reich playing. Crunch. Invested now, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got four minutes into this one. I'm gonna finish this one off. <laughs> Bye, golly. I, remember, I think Tommy had this one. I, yeah, he did. The first one I bought I was Sir Nick yeah. Whatever. I had this in Tessa and I traded it to Adam for MSG. No, Macaulay <laughs> Shanker Group. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he got he won on that trade. <laughs> he won big. 
Oh man, and he sounds just the same now. Yeah, oh, yeah. on the new album, man. Awakening. Yeah, that's a badass album. She played some of that for me. I was like, "What are you doing? That's listening a- to Sacred Right? She likes Sacred Right. It's good stuff. How can she not? She's a good spouse." <laughs> okay, guys, I know I've been on this list a lot. Hey, it's Millie again. Uh, this is a terrible certainty. I would call Thanks, it their Millie. Rain and Blood. You think? I love this album. Well, of course, it's the first. Like major label? It's the first creator album I bought. Ah, uh, okay. And I'd never heard of them. Uh, the Mixon, the Moss, the Tim and me uh, were all at Camelot at uh, Quartet Play Small. And we were all buying albums <clears throat> based off the cover. Which I think is a Mike Wallace was do. with us, too. Yeah, yeah. I think Wallace was there because I remember him buying the Gorilla Biscuits. <laughs> I bought this. Um, I want to say Mixon got something like Moschenstein or... Beerstein or Warstein or I can't remember what the hell it was, but it was it was kind of punk. Moschenstein sounds familiar. Yeah, I think. But we all went back to whoever's house, Tommy's, I guess, and just listened to our uh, tapes. But uh, when I heard this one, I was like, God! And I'd never heard of him before. I was like, Oh, it's my new favorite band. Oh, that nice. lasted for a week. What would you recommend? Terrible certainty. The, the title, title track. track. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Good one, Jerry. Production's great. Guitar sound. Yeah, the production's definitely bigger than some of the earlier ones. And I think this is when they introduced that demon guy kind of became the new mascot. The mascot, yeah. The evil version of Eddie. It's a great album cover, too. It's spooky. Yeah, that's kind of creepy. This riff right here, though. Busy as shit, man. Trying to play that and sing over there? Yeah. That's a lot. Pretty good, man. Yeah, he's badass. Yeah. Their place in the rock in the in the thrash genre was already carved by this point. They just got better and better. Right. Good stuff. Yeah, love the creator. It's good, good stuff. And we've made it to number 50. Which is, I don't mean Sad. to be a dick, but that's kind of a disappointing number 50. I'm sorry. I, I guess that was the last one. And it's the one we can't play because yeah. we can't find them online. And it, and it was it was this this person's list. It was Zoetrope, A Life of Crime. I, what I didn't know about Zoetrope is that they were from Chicago. Um, I did have this album. I was telling You're Bill, 
while you were frosting. I had this album, and I still have it. the The inner sleeve is the pictures. So when you pull oh, really? the inner sleeve out, it's empty. There's holes there. Yeah. Oh, kind of like physical graffiti. Yes. Back in the day. Okay. Yeah. Or Zeppelin three type of thing. Yeah, physical graffiti. Like- sure. Oh, there you go. Life of crime. Punchy. Yeah. Come on. Very punky. Almost that yeah. DRI yeah. crossover. Yeah. Hardcore. Yeah. list that was the discogs.com top 50 early thrash metal albums yeah i believe we will have this out on the listicle somewhere or i'll put it in the show notes so you guys can find it but anyway thank you so much for joining us for our review of these early thrash metal albums indeed for russell billiam all of us here at the newsroom this is wheeler signing off wheeler and take care and bye-bye. Bye-bye then. Take care now. Bye-bye then. Later. This is Nigel Nigerson, and you're listening to Metal Nerdery. Please follow them on the social media. Uh, they are now on Twitter at Metal Nerdery. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Metal Nerdery Podcast. And search for them out in the Googles at metalnerdery.com slash podcast. This is obvious Osborne. That guy's British. Isn't it obvious? <laughs> <laughs>